Welcome to ParCast Daily. I'm Carter Roy. This month, we're featuring mini-episodes from the Female Criminals special series, Black Widows. Every day in June, Female Criminals is taking a closer look at the web of lies, deceit, and murder spun by some of history's most deadly women. Our story today focuses on Margaret Rudin. In 1994, her husband was murdered. A few years later, after more evidence surfaced, she was indicted and went on the run. Stay tuned to find out what happened next. You can check out more Black Widows episodes all month long by subscribing to Female Criminals. Listen free every day on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. On January 21st, 1995, a group of men fished along the edge of the Colorado River. They might have been 30 miles from Las Vegas, but the sins of the city had trickled south. Over the course of their evening, they stumbled upon a chilling scene, a charred antique steamer trunk sitting in the middle of nature. It appeared to have been burnt in a fire, Presumably, the same one responsible for the ashen pile of human remains nearby. There wasn't much by way of a body, about a pound of bone fragments and a skull that had been pierced by gunshots. But incredibly, it was enough to identify the victim, 64-year-old millionaire real estate mogul Ron Rudin. The person found responsible for his murder? The one with the most to gain, his fifth wife, Margaret Rudin. She was sentenced to life in prison, but on January 10, 2020, 76-year-old Margaret was released on parole, and to this day, she fiercely maintains her innocence. Welcome to Black Widow Watch. Like the deadly spider they're named for, many female criminals have used the promise of love to trap and kill their victims. These men believed they'd found the person they would spend their lives with. Instead, they had wandered right into the web of a deadly predator. Throughout this month, I'm taking a look at the world's most notorious black widows. In these episodes, I'll uncover what made these women decide to murder the people they'd vowed to love and cherish. We'll detail the specific methods they used to carry out these ends. And finally, we'll explore what made their respective prey susceptible to the charms of a predator in disguise. Today, we'll meet Margaret Rudin, the antique dealer accused of shooting and killing her husband in December 1994. Margaret spent two and a half years on the run as a fugitive before being caught, convicted, and sentenced. More on Margaret Rudin after this. It feels like we're all being told to go on this diet, take that supplement. Ozempic will give you depression, but you know what'll cure that? Weed. Or you could try to balance your hormones. At Science Versus, we're like... What the f*** is going on? Forget the crap online and listen to Science Versus. Just the facts. Oh, and a bunch of stupid jokes. What is a ghost's favorite fruit? Booberries. That's Science VS. New season out on Spotify soon. Now, back to our Black Widow. 
Las Vegas native Jerry Stump owned a small barber shop not far from Ron Rudin's office. Proximity had made the two friendly with each other. Before Ron's disappearance in December of 1994, Stump allegedly issued him a warning about the latest in a long line of women to share his marital bed, Margaret Rudin. Stump told him, one of these days, she's going to get you. But Ron just laughed. He dismissed it as a joke. On the morning of December 20th, two of Ron Rudin's employees arrived at a Las Vegas Metro Police Department. They wanted to report their boss missing. As far as they knew, the millionaire real estate developer had not been seen or heard from in nearly two days. Prior to making the report official, the officer on duty followed up with Ron's wife. She was curious whether Margaret had any interest in filing anything herself. Roughly 40 hours after her husband was last heard from, not until she was persuaded to by the police did Margaret Rudin file a missing persons report. But that wasn't the only thing that made Margaret look suspicious. Ron's life insurance policy listed her as a 60% beneficiary of his wealth, the equivalent of more than $6 million. And it wasn't all sunshine and roses and the Rudin marriage. According to a friend of Ron, Margaret once fired a gun at her husband during one of their many fights. Needless to say, trust didn't come naturally. In 1991, Margaret wired Ron's office so she could listen to all of his conversations from the comfort of their home. Three years later, she had discovered from the wiretap that Ron was having an affair. Shortly before his disappearance, Ron had doctors run tests for toxins in his system. His 220-pound frame was feeling weaker than usual. He thought Margaret may have been slipping him poison. The results were inconclusive. If the poisoning didn't take, perhaps Margaret escalated her tactics. Margaret's suspected motivations were reinforced when her sister, Donna, confessed to investigators that less than a day after Ron was last seen, Margaret had already pulled his will and trust documents. She also told them that she'd once seen Margaret's firearm certification form. Apparently, it had a handwritten note on it that read, It's you or him. Get him first. Just over a year later, Ron's remains were found near a trunk along the Colorado River. He'd been shot multiple times in the head with a 22 caliber firearm, dismembered, carried over 30 miles away from Las Vegas, and burned to a crisp. Not necessarily in that order. When lead detective Phil Ramos told Margaret about her husband's fate, she appeared unconcerned. He told reporters, she didn't ask what happened. She just dug her knuckle into her eye. She was trying to make herself cry. Evidence against the woman the press called a black widow started piling up. Fellow antique dealer Bruce Hanabach claimed that he sold Margaret Rudin a trunk that looked remarkably similar to the one found in the desert. Handyman Augustine Lovato came forward with an especially damning statement. Margaret hired him to do remodeling work in their bedroom after Ron went missing. 
He'd scrubbed reddish-brown stains from the carpet and found similar spatter on the mattress. He also mentioned that a blood-like substance bubbled up from the drain in the bathtub. But it wasn't until July 1996 that investigators received their smoking gun. A diver found a 22 caliber revolver at the bottom of Lake Mead, near where Ron's remains were found. It was the same gun Ron Rudin reported missing shortly after marrying Margaret. It was the evidence officials needed to make an indictment. But before a trial could be held, Margaret fled the state and went into hiding. She avoided capture for two and a half years, before a segment on America's Most Wanted raised awareness, leading to a tip about her whereabouts. Using the disguise of a Domino's Pizza delivery man to gain entry to her building, police arrested Margaret Rudin in Revere, Massachusetts in November of 1999. On May 2, 2001, Margaret was sentenced to life in prison. For two decades, she appealed the decision. Her story always remained the same. The other heirs of Ron's fortune had framed her. There was a clause in Ron's will. If any beneficiary contributed to his death, they'd receive nothing. They wanted to cut her out of the pot. It was their greed that killed her beloved husband, not hers. She believed the prosecution's witnesses had been paid to lie under oath. On January 10, 2020, Margaret Rudin was released on parole at 76 years old. She told reporters that she planned to move to Illinois and that she'd be offering financial rewards to anyone with information that could prove her innocence. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow to examine the twisted web of yet another Black Widow. For more villainous women, you can catch episodes of Female Criminals for free on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts.